Lisa Mattress Company is the dopest mattress ever created, and it's at a very affordable price. I know because I've shelled out thousands of dollars on a Tempur-Pedic that I no longer sleep on. Uh, no bullshit, it's in my guest room. So if you come on the Audit Podcast and you're staying at my house, you'll get to sleep on a Tempur-Pedic. I'm sorry. If you are myself, my wife, or my son, you're sleeping on a Lisa mattress. We even put a Lisa twin in the living room with some pillows up against the wall, and we're using that as a couch to go against opposite of our actual couch. And I prefer to sit on that when I'm just hanging out in the living room. It's incredible. Lisa plants a tree. One tree for every mattress sold donates 1% of each employee's time to volunteer for local causes. It's American-made. It comes in a compressed box. It's the easiest thing to set up, including their bed frame. I mean, the frame, I, I thought I'd have to bust out power tools. I assembled that in all of 30 seconds, and that's with a three-year-old running around like a maniac. On top of that, you can try the mattress in your home for 100 nights risk-free with free shipping always. Hands down, it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. I've been on it for about a month now, and it's absolutely fantastic. You can get one at lisa.com forward slash on it for a whopping discount of $160 off. It is the biggest deal they've ever done. I encourage you go out, lisa.com forward slash on it. PowerDot is the world's first smart muscle stimulator. What's a muscle stimulator? Well, if you've ever had stim units done at a chiropractor's office or maybe in the training room as a college athlete, these things can help you facilitate flushing and pumping of the muscle. They can allow you to recover quicker after hard strenuous exercise. And what's special about PowerDot is you can actually place these on your muscle groups as you're working out. And because of the fact that they connect via Bluetooth right to your phone, you don't have to worry about plugging this into the wall or powering this through some type of extension cord and dealing with all that nonsense. Bottom line is this has been one of the best tools I've ever used for recovery. And it's something that I'm diving a little bit deeper into in terms of working out with it simultaneously and really getting the most out of my workouts. I think it's a fantastic system. There's 10 preset muscle recovery and performance programs, 25 plus preset muscle groups. That means you don't have to figure out where you're going to put this thing. You're sore in a certain part of your body. You look it up. It tells you exactly where to place these things. You can do it while you're driving or while you're flying in an airport. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing product. You can go to PowerDot.com and save 25% when you use the code word on it at checkout. Welcome to the On It Podcast. We have an amazing guest, Dr. Craig Conover. Dr. Craig is the leader in health and fitness and wellness. Actually, he's just pushing the envelope on all things medical. Uh, he's created Fast Vitamin IV, which is a an amazing vitamin IV push that he does where normally it would take an hour to take that in via drip. Now he can push through all your B vitamins, amino acids, and essentials that you're missing in your sloppy ass diet right through your veins in the most bioavailable form possible. Uh, I've also had the, the treat and pleasure to do NAD plus treatment with this guy and it is a game changer. So truly being one of the guys that's leading and uh, on the cutting edge of medical and science, uh, we take a deep dive into human optimization in this podcast. And really, the, the origin story of Dr. Craig is pretty fascinating. I think you guys are going to dig it. We got the clap. Young Ryan Giles. <laughs> Young Ryan Giles has just saved us. And we are recording. We only missed like 30 seconds. So don't worry. If you're listening to this now, you haven't missed a thing. This is the On It Podcast. We got Dr. Craig Conover in the house. What's up, Kyle? And we're going to talk about all sorts of cool shit. We're going to talk about the best way to consume vitamins, why we need them, the importance of them, 
and all sorts of other cool shit, plant medicines, the whole nine. Yep. And uh, but first, let's go to get a little background on what got you into medicine. Sure. And how you have this wealth of knowledge that you're going to bless us with. <laughs> well, my, my, my dad and my grandfather, all physicians. So it's kind of in my blood and grew up around, you know, being uh, with doctors and health and healing. And uh, so I always had this sense, I want to be a doctor, like helping people, but also like the science of it. Um, so in that vein, I said, I'm going to, when it was time to go to college, I said, I'm going to go to the Mecca. I applied early admission to Johns Hopkins, uh, when I got there, I got in, I hated it. It was so competitive, so negative. And that was actually a, an interesting kind of aspect in my life about, uh, you know, how do we deal with setbacks and how we deal with, you know, in, in a way being able to be adaptable. And I, and I took that lesson and applied it to kind of health later on, I'll get to. But anyway, from there, I went to Brown University, much uh, more relaxed, positive environment. I like that. Brown is the relaxed <laughs> it is rela very like, relaxed but very you know like high i started at yale and then stanford i went to just to, to kind of yeah. decompress yeah and but still you know very strong academics but um i majored in uh, some old world archaeology and art i've always been interested in ancient history and and you know again i knew i wanted to be a doctor so i did all the pre-med stuff but really my interest at the time was archaeology and ancient history um, which i'm still interested in from there i went to uh, jefferson medical college in philadelphia you know, very traditional medical school. Um, always been naturally minded, uh, but you know, my interest and still to this day is in relationships with people. So I went into family medicine. You know, I was never into the operating room, the surgery, all that. Too much uh, pressure, and just wasn't um, for me. So I went into family medicine, um, and from there, you know, kind of bounced around. I lived out in Arizona for a little while, and then settled down in Charleston, where I live now. After I finished my residency, again, traditional course of everything, I opened my own practice because I wanted to do things kind of my own way. And um, one of the things that I was quickly drawn to um, were these nutritional IVs, you know. And, and I think a turning point for me in terms of the whole natural integrative health was uh, my daughter was born in 2001 and she had colic. And so she was really uncomfortable like 24 hours a day. And so we'd have to hold her constantly because she'd be crying and crying. She had this pain, couldn't get rid of. Went to the pediatrician, they said, you know what? Let her cry it out. I'm like, let her cry it out. You know, she's a month old and you're saying, let her cry it out for several, you would never tell an adult, let him cry it out for three months, four months. So that caused me to say, you know what? We got to go outside the box here. There's something else. You know, I came from this very conservative, traditional medical education where, Frankly, it's the pharmaceutical model. It's all about drugs uh, and nothing, zero about nutrition, exercise, fitness, any sort of other health modality. It's all about pharmaceuticals, 100%. And so that, you know, that was a little bit tough to kind of venture off. But once I did, I realized, oh my goodness, this is almost a joke. Like there's a whole world of health and healing that we've ignored completely in modern medicine. And it, and it absolutely sucks. And I think what's good is people now are starting to wake up to that, that they don't want to just take a pill. So that, yeah. that kind of got me on that path of being thinking outside the box at least. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's dive into those vitamins there. Cause you talked about a couple of different things and you know, in, in this, as people start to realize maybe there's a different way than just take your pills, which is yeah. an excellent documentary. If people haven't seen, it's called take your pills, literally yeah. take your pills on Netflix it's about the amphetamine epidemic uh, namely Adderall and Ritalin, uh, what started with children and now is 
largely prescribed to adults for energy, which is like simply fucking move better and eat better, sleep better, sure. those kind of things, right? Don't just try to get that from a pill. But um, I digress. Um, we we have this kind of view when we split off and we think of health and wealth, like, oh, I, the doctor's not going to get me healthy. Right. I got to get me healthy, right? right? And so in that, right. what are the things that I can do? Well, I, I, I do need to move better. I do need to exercise something that I enjoy that I'll stick to. Sure. I do need to eat better. And that's different for everyone. Sure. Right? And I do need to have some sleep hygiene. Like Absolutely. I need, to, I need to dial that in. Right. And then from there, I probably need to supplement with some things. Right. Including vitamins and minerals because our food supply is shit compared so to what it used to be. From, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're so far removed from, from actual food. Right. I mean, none of us really actually kill our food we don't we don't gather it we don't you know we're so far removed that the, the food supply sucks and you know if we even look at soil studies over the last 50 years our soil is completely you know depleted of minerals right i mean that you could just start there you could have a whole conversation about just getting minerals into your body that used to be there 50 100 years ago but the way we farmed all the toxins we now have with herbicides and pesticides we Mon monocropping we leave the yeah. same the same crop in the yeah. ground over and over again, it's pulling the exact same nutrients out. You right. Know, whatever plant we like, right. like kale has a lot of vitamin A and iron. Sure. Where do you think it's getting that from? It's getting it from, from the, the soil. soil. So if you only grew kale in the same spot right. 10 years in a row, there's not going to be much vitamin A or so iron true. in the ground left. So right? true. So, so, you know, number one, our, our food supply sucks. But then number two, um, because we're all so, in a sense, as our society lazy, right, and we're sedentary, we're not going and making our own food. We're not pushing it where we seek really good food choices. It's just easy to grab something from the shelf, which tends to be carbohydrate laden. And as a result, yeah, the nutrition of most Americans absolutely sucks. And so we're missing all the vitamins, nutrients, amino acids, you name it, that we used to get from food. We just don't have it. And so, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just take some pills, right? I'll just take a multivitamin. I'll just take some vitamin A or whatever so I can, you know, replace what isn't there. Problem with that is we only absorb about 20% of those nutrients orally. You know, that's an average. If you take someone who's got some sort of gastrointestinal distress, that number goes way down. And most people do have some sort of gastrointestinal yeah, distress. Right? Exactly, because you look at, okay, so we look at children, right? As they grow up, children get infections. What do we do? We give them antibiotics. Oh, well, Two weeks later, it didn't work. We'll give them more antibiotics. Oh, that's not working. We'll give them some steroids. So you look at most children as they grow up, we've destroyed their gut lining with this, and, and we destroyed the gut bacteria from the plethora of antibiotic steroids that they shouldn't really be getting. It's overdone. I'm not saying antibiotics aren't necessary. They yeah, have a great MRSA, best thing on earth was yeah. antibiotics. There's like, a great role for yeah. them. But we're clearly, yeah, doctors are over prescribing you know antibiotics that's a that's a fact so but that literally translates to we're messing up our gi tract so now when you're 25 and you want to take a vitamin because you're missing it from your diet it's not going to work so well we just don't absorb them and so that creates a huge problem for me where most things i, I relate to this the world in a biochemical sense it all comes back to that right because if we don't have those nutrients our cells literally can't function at the right efficiency that we need them to so no wonder 50% or greater than 50% of adults tired, overweight, depressed, and taking pharmaceuticals. Makes total sense, actually. Yeah, they talk quite a bit about um, how we are overweight, overfed, and undernourished. Yeah, it's you know, very we well said. Plethora of food. So much that food. That is not feeding us yes, properly. We're, right. not, we're lacking all these micronutrients, vitamins and yes. minerals, and enzymes, and things that actually we need at the biochemical level to have processes work within the body. Exactly. Without that, we're fucked. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's very well said. And and so again, what do people do instead of kind of taking responsibility and saying, hey, I need to make myself fitter, make myself healthier, we'll go to the doctor and say, hey, I'm feeling depressed, right? I'm, I'm tired. And we'll get an antidepressant that compounds the problem. And we don't really address what the core issue is. And that happens every day. Yeah, more and more. We see uh, the, the numbers are just climbing, you know, and, and epidemics Rapidly are climbing. Rapidly climbing. Type 2 diabetes is climbing. Obesity right. is climbing. Heart disease, cancer, you name it. Autoimmune disease. Obesity in children. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Michael Ruscio was talking about that. If you combined all auto, because autoimmune disease right now is looked at individually. But it's but We rampant. don't do that with cancer, no. right? We don't say like, well, breast cancer is this number. We look at all cancer sure. as a total, right? And that that ranks really high. It's top three. Right. If you combine all autoimmune disease, it's right up with there with no, cancer. If, well, no, if you combine all cancer and all heart disease, we still have more people with autoimmune disease. Wow. Yeah. There's more people with autoimmune disease than cancer and heart disease combined. Damn. Yeah. And that's because there's so many different variants of autoimmune disease, but it's it's <clears throat> running rampant. It's taking off like an epidemic. I mean, if you look at just, you know, I see a lot of women with Hashimoto's thyroiditis that's become a huge epidemic where their thyroid enzyme doesn't work. We're building antibodies to it. And now their thyroid doesn't work well. They can't make enough T3. And then what happens? They get tired, overweight, depressed, right? And they get put on an antidepressant or said, oh, you need to exercise more, some generic advice. But it doesn't work. It doesn't fix the problem. The problem is somehow their immune system messed up and now they can't make thyroid hormone. But that's an epidemic. I mean, that women starting age of 30 need to be on the lookout for that. It's a huge problem. It's a big one. So what do you, you still work now currently uh, out in South Carolina? In Charleston, right. And you have a practice there. I do. And then you also do fast vitamin IV. Yeah, so to, to touch on fast vitamin. So I started getting into these nutritional IVs early in my practice. Um, at that time, this was a long time ago, the people who would choose to do this were people who were sick, right? People with chronic fatigue, people looking to do IV chelation, something that wasn't just they wanted to feel better, it's they were really not feeling well. They had the flu, whatever. And um, I used to do a lot of calcium EDTA chelation. Um, that protocol is a three-hour protocol. takes a long time. You have to sit there. Um, I got my hands on the European protocol, which called for direct administration of calcium EDTA, no diluting. That's a 10-second push. And when I started doing that, I realized, you know what? Um, people felt better. Their labs were better. And they'd much rather be in my office for three minutes versus three hours. So that got me thinking, you know, these IVs work, right? We know that they work and people are familiar with it. If you get an infection like pneumonia, yeah, you'll be put on a Z-pack or some, you know, outpatient antibiotics. Well, if that fails, what happens? You got to go to the hospital. Why? To get IV antibiotics. Because intravenously, we get 100% absorption 100% of the time. So we know IV stuff works. So I started thinking, there's got to be a role for being proactive with giving people nutrients for people who are well, who want to be super well. And so I started doing testing in my office with my patients, coming up with different nutrient formulas, you know, changing around the different vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and so did testing. What works? What doesn't work? I did that for years. Um, and what I found was interesting. I found that when we, you know, the typical nutrient IV, we take a bag of fluid, we add some nutrients, and it drips in. And that's, what, 95% water, 99% water, um, and it drips in slowly. What I found is if we flip that script, if we give mostly nutrients and only a little water and actually give it quickly, we get a much more robust response. And so that's what we started doing. And so we give these fast vitamin IVs over a minute or so. And most doctors who I talked about this are like, oh, you can't do that. It's not safe. You know, you can't push things. And it's like, well, we do, and it is safe. We've never had an adverse reaction, never. And 
And that's because we, we've tested this. You know, we've tested these nutrients and these formulas for years and years and years on thousands and thousands of people to know that this actually works and it's really safe. And what we find is that not only do people get a benefit, but they can do it on a routine basis because they come into the office for three minutes. I mean, anyone can find three minutes, right? You're not sitting there for an hour, two hours, three hours. You're literally in for three minutes. And so what I tell people is if you eat broccoli once a month, yeah, you'll get the benefits of broccoli once a month. But if you start eating it twice a week, all the better. Same thing with these IVs. If you start doing this on a regular basis, watch out, right? I mean, your health is going to skyrocket. So. Yeah, we basically give ourselves the building blocks for yeah. whatever is ailing us to heal. And Absolutely. if we're already in a good spot, which I'd like to think of myself, yeah. then we take it to another level. Totally different you level. Know? And I've I've had the the great experience of being able to work with you and use some of the fast vitamin IV pushes, and I've had a world of difference. I mean, just yesterday I had the one-two punch of the NAD+, Plus, yeah. which I want to get into with sure. you, as well as the fast vitamin IV. And I hit a brutal squat workout for the first time in over a month expected to be limping today yeah and i have no muscle soreness nice i mean i feel like a million bucks yeah you yeah. know just an amazing Excellent. outcome from the workout yeah and it's and it's not necessarily super complicated right it's just giving the, the building blocks that we need but we're doing it in a way that kind of flies in the face of oh it has to be done and that's like modern medicine right like the whole educational system is built upon well someone's got a complaint then we must give them this medicine right and that's time tested over the last 50 years but i don't know if that really works i mean it doesn't really work we see that with the opiate epidemic yeah. right it's it's like malpractice if you don't give someone who's in pain sure. a pain medicine right right yeah it's complete absolutely. bullshit absolutely and, and touching on what you said earlier i, I forget uh, it was the cdc or somebody published um it takes on average 17 years for medical practice to adopt yeah. what was published in in a peer-reviewed journal right like 17 year lag time right for shit that's out that we know to be true right for them to adopt it and actually use it in practice crazy that's too long to fucking wait right but that's what we're hung up on as a society is oh if it's not in some sort of double blind placebo randomized controlled trial then then it doesn't work i mean i hear that all the time when i talk to people even simple things like vitamin c they'll say oh it hasn't been tested yeah it's been tested for thousands of years it's a it's a vitamin like we don't need to put it through the testing that we're used to that the pharmaceutical companies want us to you know yeah they're inventing some shit we've never seen before it's right. not in nature it's alien so, stuff right? yeah we, we should have a, a deeper look at that and some of those things like gmos and glyphosate should probably be tested and held under a little bit more scrutiny I, I totally agree. right right so but but right. the, those you know they've got big money they get pushed through a little quicker right and then uh some of these things that we know to work that have already been around for a millennia they want to they want to make you go through every loophole to get it through right so as a society, we're kind of at this, we're at an interesting fork in the road because we need pharmaceuticals, right? I mean, they work in certain time-limited instances. Great if you got strep throat or something that you need an antibiotic. Great in life-saving times that you need things to raise your blood pressure if you're critically ill. But that's not how we're going to get well. And that's not how we're going to push the envelope for really, you know, working on our optimal fitness and performance. And and the trouble is, is that our society, you know, sees doctors as kind of, oh, they're the ones who are in charge. Most doctors don't know anything about anything outside of the pharmaceutical world. They just don't. So yeah, if you're sick, go to a doctor. But if you want to be well, I don't know if the doctor's the person you need to be seeing. Yeah, it makes sense. Most, most doctors don't look like you. I don't see a lot of muscle on doctors. <laughs> well, so yeah. know, like they're not, it's kind of hard to take workout tips and advice from it's, somebody that doesn't true. walk the walk. It's true. 
right? It's, it, it's really true. So what I do is I just tell people, I just think I have more tools in my toolbox, right? Like I'm happy to prescribe a pharmaceutical if we need it, but there's a plethora of things that you could try that you, you probably should try if you really want to get well. And, you know, most people embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah. Well, let's jump into NAD because yeah. this is something that I, I did recently on um, one of the biohacks for the week through on its main, uh, main page and social channels. And uh, it's fascinating stuff. I've it been is talking with Ben Greenfield as a buddy yeah. of ours. Yeah. And um, it is truly fascinating. So can you break down yeah. a bit of this for people in a bit more <laughs> yeah. contextual way than I was able to in 30 seconds on social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So NAD is really exciting. It stands for nicotinamide adenidine dinucleotide. It's a vitamin B3 derivative. Right, so two dietary sources of NAD are niacin and tryptophan. Um, niacin is more direct; tryptophan we recycle. Um, NAD plus was really first discovered in the 1930s, and at that time, it was found to be helpful for two big things. One was addiction, and the other was schizophrenia. So there was small, you know, small studies published where doctors would give NAD plus to patients for both of those conditions and have great results. But like most good things in health and wellness, they were ignored. There was no profit to be made from a naturally occurring substance. So largely ignored for decades. Um, revitalized in the 90s uh, in Mexico where people would go for addiction help. Um, they'd get 10 straight NAD plus IVs um, to help cure their addiction. And what NAD, you know, the main role that most people are going to be familiar with, if you go and Google NAD now, you'll see its role with addiction. And um, that's only one small piece we're finding, but it really does turn off cravings. I mean, it's quite phenomenal. We've treated people with alcohol addictions, opiate addiction, benzos, Adderall, you name it, tobacco. And within just a couple treatments, their craving is completely gone. It's, it's, it's amazing that way. Um, so it really does work well for addictions. Um, but there's so much more to NAD and that's what we're finding. So NAD is the rate limiting substrate that our mitochondria uses to make ATP energy. And so the way I think about it is anything we need to do, whether we think a thought, move a finger, we need ATP. We have to make energy. So if we have to make energy, we need NAD. And what we know and what we're learning now is as we get older, as we stress our bodies out and some people who are more genetically susceptible, we just don't keep up with NAD demands, right? It's just like hormones, right? For men, as we get older, we make less testosterone, right? If we don't have that testosterone, we can't do the things we need and want to do. Well, even more basic than that is NAD, right? Like it is the stuff we make energy from. And so as we live our lives, we're running out of NAD. It's compounded. If you're a vegetarian or a, a vegan and you don't eat any animal protein, you're going to have an even harder time because the two dietary sources, niacin and tryptophan, highest in animal protein. So NAD does all those things. Um, but what's really interesting about it, um, I think, is the way it's affecting our genetics as well. And so we are finding, you know, people are, are familiar now with the ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, cold therapy, all of those work at the mitochondrial level. All of those are working to really extend longevity and to help clean out the damaged DNA. When we give someone NAD, we're doing that at even a higher level of efficiency. And so we're now using NAD for a plethora of things from PTSD, anxiety, depression, brain optimization, performance, you know, treating high-end athletes who want to, you know, get more out of their workouts, get more out of their fitness. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. If you Google Dr. Sinclair at Harvard, he's claimed NAD plus is the anti-cancer molecule, the anti-diabetes molecule, the anti-aging molecule. And I think we're just getting started. 
Yeah, it seems like there's there's you know every day, especially you know I, I follow Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and she's big into ketogenic diets and different forms of fasting, hot and cold therapy, and things like that, which all can help stimulate our natural pathways for NAD production. Yeah. Um, but quite a bit of research keeps coming out on NAD and what its many uses are. Yeah. You know, but we take our we can take something. One of the things that really drew me to this, and I was telling you about this, was um, I did this telliers test yes. that tells the biological age versus the chronological age. Right. And it showed that I was 41 years old on the inside versus 35 years old having gone around the, the sun. Wow. How many times I've been around the sun, right? Right. And Greenfield did this, and he was 36 years old on the on the inside as a 34 year old chronological man right you know so i'm like if this iron man who's done it all right his whole life is two years older on the inside right where am i at you sure know? sure but there's a ton of stuff coming out you know in the anti-aging space and longevity space right that shows the direct impact of nad with telomere length yeah and I, the way i think about it is when we give someone nad and, and let me clarify you know what most people are going to come familiar with again is an oral supplement so dr sinclair at harvard has created a, a brand called elysium where they've done some work to say if we give you an nad precursor we're going to make more NAD. The data is far from great, and the results are, are not that great. So, But they've done a good job marketing, and people will say, oh, I'm going to get this Elysium. I'll take it every day. I'll help myself it's, out. And the most, the most of their studies have been done on older populations, not healthy individuals that are young. Right. right. Um, what we're talking about here is giving intravenous NAD+. And again, going back to that same you know thought process, when you give something intravenously, your absorption is just tremendously higher than oral. So our results are going to be much more profound, and that, and that, honestly, that's what we see. But when we give someone NAD, we increase the NAD to the NADH ratio, and that stimulates something called mitochondrial fission, which helps to cleave the defective mitochondrial DNA and uh, that we've occurred through our lifetime, which is making us healthier and healthier, and actually leading to you know turning back the clock. I mean, that's where the anti-aging comes in. That's the exciting part. So when someone gets NAD, it's actually an uncomfortable feeling. And what we postulate, um, people get stomach cramping, you get a little headache, you get some chest pressure. What we think is happening is that negative energy. We're actually taking that, again, defective mitochondrial DNA and, and cleaning it out. Um, and as more people, you know, as you do more and more NAD treatments, the treatments become less painful, less uncomfortable, but we'll never get to a point um, where we can do it all without any pain right we'll never be able to keep up with all the damage we occurred through decades of of living um at the same time when we stimulate mitochondrial fission it takes about 24 hours but we also then accelerate what's called mitochondrial fusion which is helping our cells make bigger better stronger mitochondria and that's where things get really interesting because then we can really make more atp at a higher efficiency which is going to give us much more energy bigger better huge, stronger workforce right yeah yeah, absolutely. And so um, the two cell lines that have the highest concentration of mitochondria are the nervous system, nerve cells, and the heart cells. And I was reading something just recently um, that in the, the nervous system, the nerve cells, we, they estimate we have to make 30,000 to 40,000 new mitochondria every single day just to keep up. Yeah. That's a lot of mitochondria. So we're not talking one mitochondria per cell. We're talking millions per cell. And so NAD therapy, again, ketogenic diet, all these things, intermittent fasting are great. They're great additions, but they're not going to be as robust as doing NAD. Adding NAD into someone's therapeutic modality, you're going to get much more out of it over time. Yeah, and that's like, I like really one of the reasons why I wanted to start doing the, the life hack of the week or the biohack of the week was just to show people 
you know, what some of these are free, some of these cost money, some of these cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But in that, they are little cheat codes on ways that you can really improve whatever the the goal is, whether that's a meditation hack like Breath of Fire, which is free, or whether that's, you know, using a machine for meditation sure. versus, you know, whatever the case may be, they're they're just showing people a way where we can get the most bang for our buck in the least amount of time, right? And because that's the one thing that nobody has, whether time. you're the busy guy or, you know, the lazy guy, you never have enough time. Never. To get shit done, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so how can we really piggyback on some of these things? Because the truth is you could take vitamin shots every day. If you eat like shit and you don't move, it's right. probably not going to be worth much. But Absolutely. if you're doing everything right. Exactly. And you want to really maximize that, this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. I mean, this is in all the hard science backs this up, you know, that everything and not everything but a lot of the focus now from health performance and even aging is about the mitochondria and and the most potent mitochondrial therapy is going to be intravenous nad i mean that's just a fact and so when you even if you were able to do it once every three months you know what i mean or whatever the the frequency you're you're adding that to the regimen you know people who are really serious about it and are are serious about okay i do need to spend some money and time energy on this they'll do it once a month, you know, and they'll keep up with it. And they're having amazing results. So, yeah. What have you seen at your practice in terms of people coming in with different ailments and things like that? Um, I mean, it's been extraordinary. I could spend the rest of the day telling you stories. Um, you know, I'll tell you a couple quick stories. I had a patient, she's in her late 30s, um, was on Adderall for years and years and years, had an addiction to alcohol years ago. Um, busy mom, two kids, stressed out like most of us are. Um, so we decided that she should do a, a, a loading dose of five. And um, she started and on her five fourth. Five NED treatments. Five NED well. treatments um, as close together as possible. <clears throat> we usually do a loading dose of anywhere from four to ten treatments. Um, that just kind of gets people back on track. And then we move to a maintenance phase. Um, anyways, the fourth treatment, and I walk in and she was crying. And I said, well, what's going on here? And she goes, I am so overwhelmed. I said, what, what time? She goes, something is happening to my brain. I was like, well, tell me about it. And she said, I am so happy. And she said, I am so genuinely happy for the first time in a long time. And she goes, I love this. And she goes, I was not expecting this at all, at all. And um, that's continued. You know, it's things like little things like that. Another patient who had a, she was addicted to heroin in her, in her teenage years. I helped her back. This was over a decade ago. Super anxious, couldn't hold down a job, couldn't hold down a relationship. Um, in her late 20s now, you know, super, super just not functional is the best way to describe it. She did one NAD treatment. She emailed me and she said 80% of the anxiety she's had in her entire life is gone after one treatment. She's a totally different person now. She's engaged. She built a house. She has a job. Um, and she does it, you know, every now and then she keeps up with it. Another story is treating a, a Navy SEAL who'd been blown up 50 plus times, you know, and, and the data on traumatic brain injuries or neurologic traumas is we're, we're amassing a lot more of it. So anyway, he, he had been through all types of integrative and conventional therapies, was at Walter Reed Hospital for a while. You know, that's a lot of damage to his brain. Um, he had a couple main problems. One, he couldn't read because every time he looked at the book, his eyes would wander. Chronic daily headaches, fatigue, couldn't sleep. Um, we did 10 straight treatments out in Colorado with him. After the second treatment, he said he could read again, just like that. And to this day, he's doing so much better. 
Um, and he does it every now and then, but it just provides the way I think about it, it provides this healing energy. You know, you've given these cells energy to finally work that now your neurotransmitters work more efficiently. And literally what people come back and tell you, they feel like their brain is getting bigger. They feel like their brain is getting rewired and their perspective on life shifts, you know? Um, and it, unlike really any other therapy, um, it provides a meaningful transformation for people. Yeah, and it's last thing. That's the thing that I noticed because I did eight in a row to start. And yeah, we kind of had a who's who. It's uh, I love <laughs> to fucking name drop when I can. But Lance Armstrong was here, Tim Ferriss, a couple of Lance's teammates, my buddy Cal, and uh, it was really cool to get in. Not only to sit with those guys sure. for an hour each day, but also to go through that treatment because it isn't fun. You know, no. the first few are definitely harder than than as you go Rigorous. through the rest. Yep, as it progresses, but um. Yeah, it was cool to see across the board because, you know, I look at Tim Ferriss as maybe one of the ultimate uh, self-described guinea pigs. Sure. You know, a guy that's willing to test shit that that's science-backed. He's not yep. going to fucking put, put himself under under uh, some weird stuff that hasn't been backed by science. But but at the same time, you know, Lance has just put his body through the ringer from all oh. the Tour de France's and, yeah. you know, say what you want about PEDs and all that shit. doesn't matter. Like, he's – everyone in that sport was doing that and – so he was the best of the best, period. And he also put himself through something that is damn near physically impossible to do. So to see what his results are and to kind of piggyback and bounce right. those ideas back and forth off people. And I myself have had a tremendous amount of TBI and, and stuff from fighting and football since I was 10 years old. So to feel that difference, that shift, and then also to see it last, that's where I think it it's, really makes a big difference compared to other treatments because it's not something where, like, we look at this difference between uh, something that you and I were talking about earlier today, the idea that I'll need to take this pill for the rest of my life, right? every day for the rest of my life, versus right. I can have this a few times and it'll really change me. And then I can right. just do some some upkeep here and there exactly. to stay leveled up. And what I think as a whole, what I noticed early on with IV therapy is it is it makes a shift for people and it gives them momentum. You know, and when they get that momentum, then they're buying into other things that they can personally empower themselves to do. And I think that that is what's lacking for most people. They don't feel that sense of empowerment. They feel helpless, like, oh, I've got these bad genes, or oh, I'm overweight, or I've got high blood pressure, whatever it is. And they don't feel empowered. And they say, oh, I got to go to the doctor. He's got to guide my therapy and give me six pills. And that's the only thing I can do. And the doctors are thinking, well, just take your pills and eat better, whatever that means. And it's so non-individualized. What these IVs do is they give people some momentum. I had a patient, another patient, uh, he's diagnosed with chronic Epstein-Barr virus. He had low testosterone, low thyroid. Um, but I said, before we handle any of that, let's give you NAD and kind of get you back. He did four treatments and one week came in with his wife and his wife was crying. She's like, he's back. Like, it's amazing. Like, he got that momentum and it was very quickly. That's what's so cool about it. That's what's so cool about it. And yeah, you look at you look at Lance, arguably the greatest athlete on the planet, who, you know, those cyclists, I mean, they chew up their mitochondria more than anyone, you know? They just beat themselves up. Um, so wonderful. You're replenishing all of that for them, you know? And it's, but we all need it. I mean, we all need these things. And I just think IV therapy as a whole is empowering for people. It gives people that sense of there there is hope, you know? And that's awesome. Yeah, and you feel this stuff, you know. I always, I always throw out the quote from Wim Hof: "Feeling is believing." Yeah, you know, like yeah. when you feel different and you feel that charge, right. it's like, "Fuck, man, I feel alive today. I feel yes. good." And it could crush a hard workout just to see where you're right. at and know, like, 
oh shit, I'm recovering like when I was a teenager. Right. You know, <laughs> it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, like you'll never get these same feelings from taking a pill. Never, ever. Like you'll never take any pharmaceutical and feel like you do when you get a fast vitamin or NAD. Never, ever, right? So that tells you, and even that, taking that to a different level about people being present, right? But it forces people to be present. Like you need to be in the moment. And so many of us are distracted with our phones or whatever and thinking, oh, two weeks down the road. Just to be present is huge for people. Yeah, that's a massive one. Something we talk quite a bit about. Yeah. For certain. Yeah. Well, let's talk Let's talk a little bit uh, about getting outside the box here. Sure. If you're, if you're cool with it. Absolutely. Um, you're working with uh, the same company that Willie Nelson's uh, providers are? Is that correct? It, it's a company called Cherry. Um, and what we're doing is they make um, their vaping products, you know, vaping CBD and THC for um, those states where it's recreational, you know, legal. Um, but what we're what we're about to do is make an NAD vape product, um, and then co- start combining that. Right. So this is stuff that's never been done before. If we take something like CBD, which is potently anti-inflammatory, um, calming to the nervous system, what will happen when we add CBD and NAD together, right, and vape that? I think it, it's amazing potential because you're working on the mitochondria, you're working on the nervous system at the same time. You know, a lot of people like to do like a CBD latte, right? Add some caffeine to the CBD so you're not too relaxed, but you have this happy medium where you are relaxed but energized. And and NAD does that too. I mean, most people take NAD so there's a calm clarity. You're not revved up, but you just you're more present. Mm-hmm. So we're working on that with that company. And then what we're doing separately is we're doing some things with nasal sprays. You know, the same type of concept, um, making a CBD nasal spray, combining that with NAD. You know, one of the nasal sprays that's worked very well is we've combined NAD, testosterone, oxytocin that I came up with. And the reason I chose that is, well, where do we want this to work the most? The brain, right? We want to be, you know, focused on, on tasks. So it makes sense to add NAD. Testosterone, because, well, one reason in the 60s, the Germans gave their Olympic athletes intranasal androstenedione. Androstenedione is the stuff Mark McGuire took um, when he was hitting all Among those home runs. Things. Yeah. <laughs> when he was in that, he found in his uh, locker. It's all andro. It was all andro. <laughs> well, andro, you can't get anymore. Yeah. Um, but what was found more science up to date was uh, we think that the brain gets turned on or is arousable when testosterone is converted to estrogen. So when the nervous system, nerve cells convert testosterone to estrogen, it's like things get turned on. So we added testosterone, added oxytocin, um, because oxytocin, people are familiar with the social bonding hormone, but oxytocin also increases nitric oxide in the brain. So when you do that, nitric oxide's a neurotransmitter, helps facilitate all neurotransmission. And so we've had so many good results. I have a patient he owns a construction company in Charleston, super busy. He's at work by seven, doesn't get home till seven or eight, you know, works six to seven days a week, chronic daily headaches on Adderall, um, you know, stressed out like most of us, has a couple kids trying to manage that part of his life. So I put him on the nasal spray. Um, three weeks later, came back, literally gave me a hug. You know, he's a big alpha male guy, gave me a hug. He says, if I can continue to feel like this, I'll be the luckiest man alive. He said, no more headaches, no more Adderall. Um, relationship with my wife is at an all-time high. I'm just feeling on top of the world. And that's that was three months ago, you know, and continues to this day. Um, so these things, you know, it's thinking, how do we deliver these different nutrients and hormones, however you want to do it, in different delivery systems? I think that's what's exciting. Like, we don't have to stick with the traditional, I'm going to take a pill, because it doesn't work. Yeah, and and nasal sprays and vape pens are far more bioavailable 
yeah. than taking a pill and letting your stomach acid just run through yeah. everything in there. Right, right. And so, and so, you know, critics will say, oh, this hasn't been tested. No, but anecdotally, we're testing it one patient at a time. You know, this stuff is safe, right? We're talking about safe things that we can do and see results. Does it, will it work for everyone? No, but that's not our goal. But when you can get off Adderall, when you can stop having headaches, when the relationship with your wife is at an all-time high, I think those are pretty good goals you're meeting. Yeah, and those markers, you know, that we would normally test for in a study miss all these other things yeah. that we're gonna that we're gonna see in everyday life that are vastly important. Your relationships, important. yeah, you know, how you are as a parent, absolutely, all that shit comes into factor. Yeah, like so, people are, you know, there's a lot of testing, a lot of talk about the ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, time restricted feeding. You and I were talking about this yesterday. All of that looks to extend life, right? It looks at extending longevity, but doesn't really say much about the quality of life. And so that's what we need to focus on too. Yeah, we all want to live as long as we can, but I think we want the most quality out of our days here. And to get the most quality, it's those things, being present, the relationships with your family and your friends, you know, how you perform at your job, that, that's meaningful to people. Well, those things are going to be influenced literally by the building blocks in your body, your hormones, your nutrients, and how you get those um, is going to matter a lot. So, Yeah, we really can't. It, it doesn't appear that we're going to be able to fix food anytime soon. You know no. what I mean? I'm, there are, there are certain no. ways we can get much better. You know, there's, there's companies like butcher box, there's uh state classy meats, which, you know, gets pasture, all pasture raised, uh, free roaming bison and things like that from Montana yeah. direct to consumer, things like that. But I mean, the bulk of our vegetables and fruits and things like that have been altered in a way, even if they're organic, they're sure. not the best, you know. We're not getting the, the nope. most nutrients out of those, and and really, where we're at, we're we're it's it's hard to think of this in a way. I think I think the way that it makes sense for me is if I look at it like we're coming from a deficit, we you are, know? and especially if you're in your 30s and you grew up in the 80s or older, right? Odds are you were given a shit ton of antibiotics as a kid. Yeah, I know I was put on sugary cereal. Yeah, I grew up at non-fat five. milk, yep. shitty sugary cereal. Everything was devoid of nutrients. They spray some synthetic garbage right. on there and call it uh, vitamin fortified. Right, right. You know? like oh, yeah. Total, all this kind of crap, you know? Yeah. Like you're not absorbing any of that. And, uh, and, and then so that's when you're building your brain, right? I mean, that's the yeah. critical time, the first 10 years of your life. Yeah. yeah, we get to this point now where we're older and we run into all these health issues or, you know, like how do we fucking dig ourselves out of this hole? Right. Like it's nice to see people like yourself that are figuring out ways to where we really can not just get back to normal but push ourselves to a place where we didn't think was possible yeah like i tell patients you know think of think of yourself like an olympic athlete right like they train every single day for three minutes four years down the road right but they're training themselves to empower themselves to be the best them like why don't you what you know the patient why don't you train yourself that way why don't you care enough to put the right things in your mouth and to exercise the right way and to, to think positive thoughts right like that's totally up to each person. Each person consciously can choose that. And I think, unfortunately, the healthcare system is based upon fear and has put people in a place thinking they're helpless. And, you know, um, and I've been fortunate enough, I just, the way I go about it is I'll read about something, I'll learn about something, I'll try it myself, you know, then I'll pick some patients. Hey, let's try this and we'll push the envelope. So I'm very comfortable giving high doses of things that most people aren't or trying mixing lots of different things together that most people aren't because I've been willing to try it. And, you know, we're dealing with things that are relatively safe. Does that mean some things can go wrong? Maybe, but that's the only way we're going to learn and innovate. So, 
Yeah, and in that, I mean, you know, you play with something like uh, a little bit extra B12, it's going to come out in your piss. Big deal. You big know? deal. <laughs> like, it's it's not it's not like you overdosed on uh, Prozac or something. You know, right? Either you're not. You don't really have to worry about too much there. You don't. You know? and, and it's and, but if you look at the mainstream media, you know, they're talking about both sides of their mouth. They say vitamins don't work, and then they say vitamins are harmful. And like, which is it? Right? Do they not work or are they harmful? No, they work, but people are wasting a lot of money, you know, taking things that they don't necessarily need to. And so if we can just continually, you know, test things out and develop these protocols where people can be, you know, much more selective and efficient, all the better. And that's what we're trying to do. Makes a ton of sense, brother. Yeah. What else you got for me? You, uh, we were talking a little bit about um, ketamine. Yes. And uh, there's been quite a bit, you know, we've had Rick Doblin here at On It. He spoke on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. I got to show up to the MAPS fundraiser, which very happy that they received the full $8 million to continue their phase three trials with MDMA for PTSD. Yeah. And so it looks like in the near future, we will have the ability for um, psycho-assisted therapy centers yes. all around, all the way around the U.S. and hopefully internationally right. where we can do a different, you know, many different modalities, not just with PTSD. Sure. And people can go have a guided experience with something like mdma and that's yeah. just the first of his goals sure um oddly enough he got he received there was a price match from a cryptocurrency billionaire who price matched four million to the four more four million raised excellent this guy cured his depression with intravenous ketamine yeah and that's what changed his whole tune about psychedelics and plant medicines yeah and really wanted made him want to contribute to this yeah um ketamine now is already kind of because it doesn't have the stigma MDMA does, yeah. it's it's already being used in clinics for it depression. It is. And so what we started doing is, and again, we wanted we wanted to do this in a facilitated manner, right? We're we're never suggesting that someone just go on the on their own and use ketamine, right? And I think that's a big stigma of even plant medicine, psychedelics, any of this is that, oh, people just recreationally are gonna get fucked up and do it on their own and get screwed up. And then there are problems with that. What we're trying to do is do this in a controlled, facilitated manner so we can actually learn from it. So we started using, with selective patients, for sure, this is not for everyone, uh, intramuscular ketamine along with NAD at the same time. And you know, one, the, the ketamine experience makes the NAD treatment much more tolerable because again, NAD is an uncomfortable experience. But uh, you know, what that ketamine does is really help shift the mindset like any of these plant medicines, we're just trying to shift that energy so people can have a different perspective, a different perception of their world. And when you combine that with NAD at the same time, which is gonna facilitate neurotransmitter conduction, um, yeah, the results are literally limitless. I mean, really, we're just at the tip of the iceberg for you know how can we modulate these different neurochemicals at the same time or stack them together. And so we're having great results. I mean, patients who, again, very selective in who we choose to treat, uh, do very, very well with that combination. We give it as an intramuscular shot. Um, it lasts about 30 minutes. It's very predictable. Um, you know, people come out of that feeling very relaxed. Um, they, you know, a lot of people are much more productive. They come back and tell me that the next three days after treatment, their efficiency at work was at an all-time high. And it makes sense. I mean, a lot of, you know, what psychedelics do in general is quiet the brain anyway, right? And so we're just you know, facilitating some of that process. So yeah, allows you to think differently, see things from new angles, exactly. a little bit outside the box. Right. And then coming back also to experiences that may have been harder 
to process right. the first go around as you look at those any sort of the different lens, right? Any sort of trauma. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think it can work very well for depression, certainly for anxiety, certainly for chronic pain. But then I think, again, taking that same model and saying, well, what about people who, you know, we've all had some sort of psychological trauma. What if we take people who are well and we're able to get past those, you know, bends in the road a little bit easier so that we can then keep building on that. So you take well people and make them super well. Like, awesome. Yeah. yeah awesome right exactly i mean right. the sky's the limit and it's just being willing to kind of again try out different things and um that's where it gets exciting so yeah i mean i think ketamine's a very useful treatment and then, and then for people with you know chronic pain chronic anxiety we'll do a intranasal ketamine spray um, that can help disrupt or interrupt the migraine can interrupt the panic attack um, and do so successfully that people feel calm relaxed and that's far less psychoactive. There's really no psychoactive component to that. Yeah. I mean, we're using dosages that are much smaller, but you're able to modulate that, you know, infl inflammatory process in a way that, again, you you cause an interruption, and a lot of it's just distraction for people. I mean, people who have chronic headaches, people who are, you know, panic attacks, anxiety. We just need a way to distract them anyway. You know, get them back in the present moment, because anxiety, for the most part, is people deliberating on some past event or worried about some future event and they're never in the present right because if you're in the present it's very hard to be anxious so yeah yeah unless that's it's uh something they talk about why zebras don't get ulcers that's right robert Great. sapolsky yeah amazing book uh another one of the main takeaways from the power of now by eckhart tolle as well as yeah. new earth how we draw and navigate ourselves back into this present moment alleviates quite a bit of the mental and, and emotional issues that people have yeah i i mean probably all i mean if you think about it and so few people are able to be present you know so few people and that's it's because we're so focused on time we're so focused on achievement we're so focused on electronics our phones keeping up responding to messages people throwing information at us um and I, it's not really good you know and so being able to put down our phones for a while i mean even if you just did that even if you just for most people what i tell people Pick a time at night, whatever it is, six o'clock, seven o'clock, put your phone down and don't look at it again till the morning. You're doing yourself a tremendous service. Cause I, I totally agree. The, the the idea of being present is so lacking for most people. Yeah. You what know? are some of the ways that you've dialed that in over the years? Cause obviously being uh, a medical mm -hmm. student and coming with that background, yeah. you know, I think you you had some wherewithal when you're at Johns oh, yeah. Hopkins, but yeah, but really dialing that in and in, in different practices that you use to help you stay present. It's hard. I mean, I'm certainly you know, you know, going to medical school, becoming a doctor. You know, I'm Type A. I, I'm achievement centered. Like I want to get stuff done. Um, you know, honestly, for me personally, a big turning point was I went through a, a bad divorce, and you know, having that trauma that stress really forced me to kind of reorganize things in my life that it's it's very important for me to have balance so i have to be deliberate i don't like to i like to see patients in the morning and not much into the afternoon just because i know i'm not good at it i get distracted i lose energy and so i generally try not to see patients after two or three and some people say oh you need to be working to six well i'm not going to be valuable right and it's important for me to be able to put things down I mean, I struggle with it, but you know, my biggest challenge, yeah, putting the phone down, um, you know, being committed to downtime, you know, where you're just fictional reading, journaling, listening to music, things like that are really important to me because if I don't have that, yeah, I can, can be consumed by work. I could be responding to patients and working 24 hours a day. I mean, we all could, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be really deliberate about, for me, I think the biggest thing is, is that downtime. 
if I don't schedule downtime, if I'm not committed to it, I will get stressed out. I'll get, you know, anxious about things. And, um, and then continuing, you know, I do NAD every couple of weeks. I do a fast vitamin every week. I take a handful of supplements here and there that, you know, again, it's more trial things that I, uh, want to try out and see what happens. Um, exercise is certainly a part of it. Um, I'm not, you know, I think with food, um, I try to, you know, kind of cycle ketosis, you know, try to be as, you know, in the ketogenic diet during the week, the weekend, I just have fun, eat what I want. Um, cause I think I love food, you know, I'm not gonna. Yeah. And so staying in that kind of mindset, um, is helpful for me. Yeah. It gives people an out too. You know, I get that quite a bit, but yeah. the, it, it does pay dividends to stay in ketosis for the first eight to 12 weeks and then start to venture off. Yeah. Yeah. I as don't need it, you know, right. Right. And this, this isn't your first walk in the park with that. So. No. Yeah. For most people, no, you can't cycle. You got to be committed. And, but again, I think that's a, a way to get people empowered. Like, okay, let's do two weeks and have you come back and see where you are. Oh, you can do this. Oh, I didn't know I could lose seven pounds and feel really good and have tons of energy. Well, you can. And you can continue it for another two weeks. And and so, yeah, people need to stay there for a while, you know. And, yeah. But but all of that, I think, like any of these health modalities, to me, it comes back to being empowered, empowering people. Because I think once people start to feel empowered, the sky's the limit, right? They can do, they can make any change in their life. And I really believe, I mean, people talk about what, you know, miracles, right? What is a miracle? It's a miracle is making instantaneous change in something we didn't think that could happen. But those happens like a light switch therapy. It's like it, the light's turned on. Now the environment's different. Well, how does that happen? Well, people have connected to that energy plane that they're able to do that. And that happens every day. And one of the problems with medicine is we focus on disease. We never focus on the miracles, you know? And um, I remember hearing a story of this other doctor who was treating this patient for lung cancer. And the patient was seeing a naturopath who was giving her uh, aerosolized glutathione, like nebulized glutathione. Well, she went back three months later for a checkup, did an x-ray, and her cancer was greatly reduced. Well, you know, the appropriate response you would think from the oncologist would be like, what the hell are you doing? Because I need to learn about that. But instead he said, I don't want to know. I don't, you know, whatever it is, I don't want to know. And it's like, that represents the medical model. Like, Whatever she's doing is working. We should focus on that, you know, but traditional doctors don't. Yeah. If it's in there, I think they're, they're kind of bottlenecked through that, that model of medicine, yeah. right? Yeah. They are, they're not allowed to figure out shit that works outside of what's in their wheelhouse. Yeah. That, that, okay, that wouldn't go from the top down. No. The top being big pharma. That's they're right. They're not going to allow that shit. No. There's no, there's no modality. And then and you see that anytime and this is not me saying that cannabis cures cancer, but anytime you hear anything along the lines of, like Joe Rogan had talked about this study that came out where cannabis in conjunction with chemo, so not versus, not right. one or the other, but in conjunction reduced tumor size 300% faster than chemo alone. And awesome. you still get fucking pushback yeah. about, well, cannabis doesn't cure cancer. Look, we didn't even say that. Right. Nobody's saying that. Right. We're just saying like together, right? right? Fasting helps together with chemo sure. right like there's some things maybe there's some other things we can add in that would be of great benefit to people but if there's no money to be made there and if it's not coming down from the company from the that's, pharmaceuticals yeah, yeah it's never fucking getting told it is but i mean we have a we have cannabinoid receptors in our brain for a reason right like that's how we were created so we need to figure that out we don't need to ignore it and say oh you can't use cannabis because it's bad no we have them for a reason it's actually tied into our whole cortisol and stress response 
And when I think about when someone gets cancer, that's a wake up call, right? Like that's telling you, you've stressed out your body to a point where it's no longer working. You need to reset and figure out and ask all the hard questions so that you can, you know, go about your life in a completely different way. That's what cancer is. You know, it's not just, oh, you took a hormone and you got cancer. No, it's you've been living life not authentically on some level. But why shouldn't we explore cannabis, right? Like, why shouldn't we explore everything out there on this earth to help us improve, improve all of our lives? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with cancer, because we're not figuring shit out. It's not like we've got this thing dialed in and we're seeing less and less cancer. No, we're just seeing more and more cancer. Yeah. Yeah, no. And if it's up to the pharmaceutical companies, we'll never figure it out, right? Like, it's not in their interest to figure out cancer. It's not in the interest to figure out depression. It's not. It's, their, it's in their interest to keep you depressed and, yeah. and just close to baseline. Like, I feel a little bit better, but I'm still not myself. Right. Cool. Let's add in one other product. You exactly. Know? Like, and you have to be a part of this medicalized system where you keep taking pharmaceuticals. You don't make any progress. I mean, I see patients literally every week who've been on antidepressants for years. And they're like, I'm like, well, what are you taking? Oh, I'm taking Lexapro. What are you taking that for? I was depressed about six years ago. So why are you still taking it? The doctor keeps prescribing it. That's like, they don't even think about it. Like, how about we try getting you off? Let's give you 5-HTP tryptophan. Let's work on cortisol, testosterone, whatever, and actually get you feeling much better without relying on something that you likely don't ever need again. But, you know, you can't talk about that. So. <laughs> well, fuck, man. It's been excellent having you here. Well, thank what, you. Uh, where can people find you? I know we're going to be, first of all, let me say before we get to the social media stuff and your websites, it has been an excellent, an absolute treat having you here oh, well, and thank getting you. a partner oh, with yeah, yeah. you guys out on it um you know we have now opened this up to the public so if you're in town obviously this is just in austin texas but we plan on rolling out quite a few more on it gyms and you guys are available in other locations correct yeah so um well i'm in charleston where i see patients and then the fast vitamin we're just started partnering with on it which we're super excited about and then we have multiple practices uh, across the country that um, use the fast vitamin IV and um, you know getting to your question you can find us at coniverwellness.com you can find us at fastvitaminiv.com those are we'll, the two we'll places. link to those in the show notes yeah and you're on social media Instagram I'm on Instagram fast vitamin okay yeah. Facebook fast vitamin yeah awesome brother yeah thank you so much hell it's yeah it's been great getting to know you and working with you hell yeah brother much, much more, much to more come. To yeah absolutely thank you awesome thanks for tuning in We've got my man, Dr. Craig Conover. You can visit him at coniverwellness.com. Also look him up on the Instagram and the Twitchagra and all that fun stuff. We'll link to that in the show notes. Be sure to give him a holler and thank you for listening.